Neuroscience Frontier, a podcast of the University of Oklahoma Graduate College Neuroscience Program. For more content, follow us on Twitter at OU Neuroscience. We're back with Neuroscience Frontier, Zachary Smith, co-director of the Neuroscience Program. Today, our guest is Hakeem Shakir. Hakeem is a graduate at the University of Oklahoma Medical School. He then went to SUNY Buffalo, where he did his residency training in neurosurgery. There, he learned techniques in endovascular neurosurgery. He is on our staff here at OU Neurosurgery as a vascular neurosurgeon, and we're lucky to have him today to talk about a range of topics, including vascular neurosurgery. So, Hakeem, uh, I know you're in a field called vascular neurosurgery. Uh, Tell us more about vascular neurosurgery. What are the things you treat, and what's a, a normal day for you? So... Vascular surgery is a subspecialty of neurosurgery that pertains to, uh, as it sounds, the blood vessels and diseases of the blood vessels that affect the spinal cord, uh, nerves, and brain. And uh, my job, as I explain to a lot of my patients, is sometimes I'm like a, I'm like a, a fancy brain plumber, if you will. Um, endovascular neurosurgery um, the subspecialty which I pursued uh, is essentially uh, one that utilizes catheters and advanced technologies to access the blood vessels in the brain and treat diseases such as stroke, uh, ruptured brain aneurysms, uh, that sort of stuff. How do you get inside the blood vessel? Oh, great question. So um, we usually access um, the blood vessels uh, you know, either through the radial artery, which is in your wrist, or through the uh, femoral artery in uh, your groin region. And through uh, accessing with a little micropuncture needle, we can put in a catheter, which is a hollow tube, and utilize wires and catheters, essentially, to climb up into various portions of the brain or the spine to treat the various diseases or the pathologies. So you mentioned aneurysm. Yeah. So tell me how you treat an aneurysm through a blood vessel. Um, These are great questions, Zach. Um, And the way we treat aneurysms from inside a blood vessel um, is, as I mentioned before, you have to have a starting point, so either the wrist or the groin, okay? And you have to have a hollow tube, which is the catheter, and, and a wire, because the catheter must climb over the wire. And through these specialized uh, equipment, I, and again, I want to make I want to make sure you know I'm kind of I'm simplifying it. It's it's a little bit more complex I than just it. taking a, a hollow tube and just climbing it. There's a little I bit of, there's, there's a little bit of nuance that goes into that. But okay. but from these access sites, we are able to track the catheters over the wire into the um, vasculature within the neck. Uh, for example, of a ruptured brain aneurysm. So um, if Let's just say you had a ruptured brain aneurysm, Dr. Smith, God mm-hmm. forbid. Um, based on where it is, I would decide whether or not I want to um, access it from the, you know, create access at your groin or your wrist. And so then what we would do is we'd utilize the equipment which we have, which is either a, a catheter and, and wire to climb up into the, the vasculature of the neck and the brain, and subsequently we would treat the aneurysm and how we treat the aneurysm uh, varies on you know what kind of aneurysm is it is is it a saccular or berry type aneurysm it is is it a fusiform uh, dissecting type aneurysm 
aneurysms don't just come in one size or shape. There's, there's so many different uh, varieties of aneurysms, but yet they all pose, uh, you know, danger to patients. Um, in any case, uh, after we have gained access and we are at the site for treatment, i.e. The, the brain where the vessel has ruptured, the aneurysm has ruptured, excuse me, we make a decision whether or not we need to use um, coils, for example, platinum coils to, to pack off a saccular berry aneurysm or a combination of stent and coils because sometimes aneurysms, um, you have to take into account the morphology of that aneurysm. Does it have a wide neck? Are the coils going to uh, potentially fall out after you place coils in an aneurysm? Is there a risk that they could fall out? If so, you need to have a kind of a buttress to prevent that from happening, such as a stent. So that's called stent-assisted coiling. And then there's a developing a novel technology uh, that's actually not so novel, but been around for some years now, which is called flow diversion. And so we're talking about uh, specially designed stents that are uh, woven in a way that flow is diverted away from going into the aneurysm. And essentially the way I describe it to a patient is repiping a uh, broken or busted pipe and placing a new form of scaffold there okay. to prevent blood oh, going oh, in. I want to back up just a bit. Sure. Uh, tell us more about like what an aneurysm is. Like, why does it occur? And like, is there any warning sign? Like, yeah, if someone had an sure. aneurysm, would they know before they had it ruptured? Yeah. Uh, you know, this is interesting because we're doing this on um, uh, uh, the day after the Super Bowl, and Dr. Dre, believe it or not. Uh, suffered a ruptured brain aneurysm. Uh, and so it's like, I was just reading an article about this. Really? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And then the- um, Didn't the, Biden have an aneurysm too? Joe, Doc, yeah, probably. President Biden had a uh, ruptured brain aneurysm. His was treated with open uh, brain surgery. Which not is any, like the old way of doing it. Well, that's it. not the old way. It's still an accepted and, and uh, widely used way of treating brain aneurysms. A little bit more invasive, if you will. But yeah, President Biden had an aneurysm that was uh, treated and clipped. Uh, <clears throat> the gal from, uh, uh, what's that show called? Uh, the HBO hit show. Oh, I'm blanking. Um, Khaleesi, what's that show called? Game of Thrones. Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Game Thank of you. Thrones. <laughs> I knew if I said that name, somebody. So Game of Thrones, the British Good show. Act, the, Good show. Uh, it's, yeah, pretty. Uh, it's not appropriate for my children, but yeah, it's a decent show. But um, that the uh, lead on that show, British actress, she had a ruptured brain aneurysm too that was treated endovascularly, believe it or not. Okay. So um, aneurysms are a lot more common than you would you would uh, you would think about. So there, it's a ballooning of the blood vessel, correct? And so, then it ruptures. So and correct. So not to get off track, an aneurysm, as I would describe to my patients, is an outpouching or weakening in a blood vessel that can be caused by a number of factors. Okay. So genetics, if mom or dad or brother or sister if it runs in families, it can happen to you, even if you have a live a healthy and clean life but um, where we are in Oklahoma we see a, I see a lot of patients that are um, hypertensive so uncontrolled blood pressure smokers um, these are some risk factors for uh, the development of aneurysms and um, you know uh, patients that um, there's a predilection excuse me for for women over men okay okay I want to dive more into this uh, endovascular therapy sure uh, so you were mentioning this is something that's new, it's not super new, but maybe the last two decades have been around. What, what's coming down the pike? What's, what's new? What are you going to see? What in like 20 years oh is gosh, Dr. Shakir going to be treating? This is, what I, this is why I love endovascular. Part of the reason why I chose this subspecialty of neurosurgery, it's that 
there's this advancement and advancement in a rapid, uh, you know, uh, phase here in terms of uh, adop um, adoption of new technologies and, you know, these these novel treatment options that we have, you know. So as I was mentioning earlier, you know, 20 years ago, coils were like a big deal. Platinum coils and packing off an aneurysm were a big deal. But now we've gone into technologies such as <clears throat> flow diverting stents, right, between, you know, and, and all these companies are just uh, coming up and inventing uh, technologies that are going to push the field and push the envelope in terms of how we treat aneurysms. There's a new device called the web device, which is a, it's essentially a, a mesh ball, if you will. So rather Got than it. placing a ton of coils in an aneurysm, you can place a, a, one, a one device and pack an aneurysm, a saccular aneurysm, for example. Um, there's a newer device in Europe that's uh, being trialed and utilized, which <clears throat> accommodates for uh, wide neck aneurysms. So okay. it's very exciting. They use these at OU. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, all FDA approved devices, yes, okay. and that are approved in the United States for sure. But um, that is why I think the field is advancing, and 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 that's why I love this field because it's not just the same old technology that we that was being used twenty years ago. We are pushing the envelope and between industry and innovators and physicians, scientists, we are pushing the envelope and the field in a direction which is going to, I think, uh, enhance the lives of patients who suffer from these vascular uh, diseases. It's extremely exciting. Yeah, you um, changed the topic a little bit, but you were from Oklahoma and then you left Oklahoma. You yeah, came back. Yeah. Why'd you come back? Um, I mean, in short, because I'm a mama's boy. But um, yeah, I have strong ties to Oklahoma, and I always, in my in my mind, I, as I was leaving for residency, um, wanted to come back. This is a a state that I think um, has a lot of opportunity for various professions. Uh, one of them being um, medicine and neurosurgery. And uh, you know, what better opportunity to come home, serve the community, uh, and you know see my family on a regular basis. One of the things we hit on a lot is mentorship. Mentorship for our graduate students, mentorship for our trainees, our residents, uh, even, even undergraduate students, high school students. Who have been your mentors? Who's not been my mentor, really? I, I mean, I think mentorship is huge in any field, um, and uh, I have so many mentors. In fact, I think you're one of my mentors when it comes to tough spine cases, I mean, we, we exchange notes, I ask you questions regularly, so I consider you a mentor. Maybe not for vascular neurosurgery and vascular, but for general neurosurgery, absolutely. Um, some of my biggest mentors have been my former chairman and vice chairman at uh, SUNY Buffalo, where I did my uh, residency in endovascular training. So Dr. Elad Levy and Dr. Adnan Siddiqui, um, they were, you know, without them, I wouldn't be where I am today. You know, I think they gave me uh, an opportunity to learn a, uh, a specialty, a skill set, um, which has allowed me to, you know, advance my career and take care of hundreds of, you know, thousands of patients. Well, it's been great talking to you. Uh, anything else that uh, we uh, you want to talk about? Or I know I it's thank you for having me. This has been wonderful. What a what a great thing you guys are doing, and I'm just so happy to be a part of it. Okay. Dr. Hakeem Shakir of OU Neurosurgery, thank you again for being on, talking around a range of topics, mentorship, vascular neurosurgery. Uh, pleasure talking to you today.
and uh, look forward to working with you and hearing more great things about vascular neurosurgery in the future. Thanks for having me, Zach. If you're interested in learning more about neuroscience and neurosurgery here at the University of Oklahoma Health Sciences Center, you can find more information at the Neurosurgery and Neuroscience webpage at medicine.ohsc.edu.